Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Let me put my headset on so you can hear me better. I always, <laughs> I always love to say that, you know, the talk show live. Um, on the speaker, so it doesn't <laughs> doesn't I get know. my ear. <laughs> it's so funny, isn't it? It's hilarious. I just find it. I always. Uh, do you remember Maxwell Smart, the agent? What was it? Eighty nine agent. Maxwell Smart was. Uh, yes, I do. I do remember. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one that had the talk show. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's so funny. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I hear it, I think of that. <laughs> so. Oh, that is hilarious. Do you have a cold? You sound a little congested. <laughs> I do. I do. And actually, both Stefan and my ex, who I was talking with this morning, said, you never get sick. And I said, it's absolutely true. I probably gotten a cold, in like, I don't know, twice in the last 20 years or something. But, um, yeah, it's okay. I just, uh, I'm okay. It's just a little, you know, uh, just congestion and, you know. But it's, there's, some, there's a lot of things going around. So I hope you stay healthy, especially Searsha. But, um. Yeah, yeah. So far, so good. I mean, Searsha doesn't have a huge amount of contact with anyone else. So um, we have occasional visitors, but, like, it's, it's not like she's at daycare or anything like that, you know. Right, right. Um, oh, so if, the minute if she were to hit that, it would be crazy. It's just so insane how daycare gets them. Um, yeah, my daughter. Yeah, they get really, really sick. Did, did, sorry, go ahead. Did your daughter go to daycare? She she went when she was like two and a half, very for just a few times, and uh, actually she didn't get sick. It was a very small place, but yeah. Yeah, it is crazy when they start going to school. I guess that they have to develop their immune system one way or the other, right? <laughs> so yeah, did she get but, did she get sick when she went to school a lot? No, she didn't. No, she no. didn't actually. No, she went to a very small, and she still goes to a small Waldorf school. Oh no, kidding! And, oh yeah, they have. Oh. That's one thing I, I'm, I'm actually surprised that I didn't mention it. That's one thing that I've noticed that people move to the valley for that school. There's people that move from Connecticut and from New Hampshire. Well, there's another one in New Hampshire, but I hear great things about about this one. Louder, she nursing? It's, it's so no. She's I don't have couch here today. So oh yes, that's a nice piece of paper. I like it. So she's, I have her, unfortunately. I mean, fortunately, but, you know, unfortunately for the call. But it's so funny because I went to the Waldorf School for kindergarten and first grade in New Hampshire. Oh. Yeah. And uh, my parents took me out of it. But um, there's a new thing, I guess, that's coming out of the Waldorf. Uh, it's called um, the Forest School. They all play in the forest for like the first three years, and they don't go in the classroom or something like that. <laughs> oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah. There's one in like Lincoln or something. It's it's called something Kinder. I don't know. It's another German kind of thing, following from the Nordic. I mean, the Nordic countries have done all this research about you know education and pl- versus playing. You know, letting children play, and I can really see. When she's yeah. playing, she is learning. I mean, she is oh, learning. God. She's engrossed, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. uh, that is that is one thing that I highly, I mean, I, I really, it, it can be a little bit dogmatic under certain aspects as, a, as an adult that I'm not crazy about. But I think that as a as a child is fabulous. It's just uh, it, it's been I'm I'm thrilled that she's she went there because uh, it's 
she has a love of books and of learning that I don't see in many kids, you know, that is not outside focus. It's just, she just loves, you know, she loves reading. And um, I remember talking with friends, you know, other, other moms, and they were struggling. They said, well, you know, my, my son or my daughter, you know, they don't want to read and they want to be, you know, doing just games or whatever. And I wouldn't even say anything because I feel embarrassed that I had sometimes to get her away from books, you know. Yeah. So. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah. She's a great kid. I mean, <clears throat> I loved the, the video of you guys, you know, sliding around on the ice. That was super sweet. <laughs> that was just like, <laughs> I mean, you. that just really summed up your relationship, really. I mean, that you did. Yes. That, that was so great. Yeah, we get we have a lot of fun together. It's, it's incredibly sweet. It's true. It's absolutely true. And I think that um, the school has helped a lot. You know, just uh, it is true. Making making a good choice there. It's important. She started actually when she was six months old in the school. Really? Yeah, because they have a program that is called Cricket and the Heart. Or cricket, yeah, cricket in the hearts, and it's just for babies. So it's really cool. There's parents, you know. There's it's just like two hours, maybe it was two hours, like twice a week or three times a week, and we would go, you know. So there was a small group of parents and children and and babies. And they would crawl and play with blocks, and you know, it was very wow. sweet. So she started when she was super young. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never, it's so interesting that I never mentioned it to you, um, but it has been a, a great influence. And it's also, um, I don't know if that's how you call it or they're all like these, but it's kind of, I, I don't know if they one in New Hampshire. Was it in Keene? I know there's one in Keene. Um, the one I went to was in, in Wilton, our line, okay. Wilton, Wilton, New Hampshire. Uh-huh. Um, I'm guessing it was. Right. Okay. I know Waldorf School. Yeah. But it is kind of like a like a farm school, right? Where yeah. every year, yeah, yeah. 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 So she learned, you know, it's just really sweet to be in touch with nature and their bodies yeah. and taking care yeah. of animals. Very nice. So. Yeah. So yeah. it's interesting. Where it's just she's is she around? She seems content now. Is she just playing? She is extremely content playing. She has uh, really gotten into playing with food. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> so I just I just gave her um, a box of spaghetti, and now that's all over the floor. And now she's like, okay. rip, she's taking apart a um, a um, what do you call it? Like a pad of sticky notes. You know, she like the oh, sticky yes. and she's, <laughs> she's like sticking it on there, and you know. <laughs> she's like figuring out the sticky thing, you know. She just stuck two on my knee, so <laughs> it's so sweet. I love it because it's so much. You know, there's certain things that are they're not, you know, toys, and yet they're so much better than toys. <clears throat> oh, she loves things that are not toys way more than toys. It's fascinating. Yeah. Like yeah. the other day, she um, wanted to play with grated cheese, so I just let her play with grated cheese, and then yeah, then. Like she loves to put her hand in a jar of marinated mushrooms, and then she likes playing with the yogurt and putting the cheese in the yogurt. And I just like, you know, it's like what four dollars or something, you know, that I might be wasting right. or whatever. But it and and she's engrossed. I mean, she's happy and she's totally focused. I mean, you you know that that focused play that is so engrossed. And um, yeah. and then the shredded coconut. She was silent with us. She just sat there with it. When she's silent, you know she's, like, totally engrossed. Right. It's just like, this is fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here, try it right here. Try it right here. Look. It goes right there. See? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so how are you doing with everything else? And um, What did we talk about last week? I can't remember, and I didn't. I was negligent, and I didn't listen to the tape this week. Well, you know, I I I wouldn't. I will call you something else. Can we just rephrase that? You were busy doing <laughs> other things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we actually we um, we talked quite a bit about um, mm-hmm. your work and changing. And that was, you know, the the whole piece about work and the possibility, you know, bullhorn. And 
uh, how it was, uh, it was safety, but at the same time, it was starting to feel stifling, so it was a good thing. Uh, and then um, you mentioned um, Shalmas and how he was definitely not interested in, in you know, being a supportive person. Uh, but we did. Oh, Sonal, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Sonal, yeah, sorry. And then, uh, no, hold on a second, I'm moving, where, where am I? We did, we ended up talking about the exercise piece. Oh, right. Yeah, okay, and right. You, and then I, yeah. You yeah. wrote to me that you're just too exhausted right now, and it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I've been doing a little bit of walking as I can, but I just, I am too exhausted. And I just have to honor that because I think sleeping at night hasn't been, um, it hasn't been horrible, but it hasn't been fantastic. Like, she sleeps great. It's me. It's like when she wants, she rolls over and nurses and and she sleeps, but it wakes me up, you know, so... Um. Um, and what, or what might happen is, like, I'll, we'll go to sleep around 6.30 or 7.30, and I'll sleep for five hours, and I'll wake up for a couple hours, and then I'll sleep for another two hours. Or, I'm sorry, four hours. Mm. You know, so I don't yeah. have, like, eight hours of uninterrupted. But I, ha- I might have eight, eight or even ten hours, but it's just not. No, so, yeah. Yeah, it's mm. tired. And, and then I think also maybe getting out of Bullhorn, I have been – there's been sort of like an exhaustion from that. Like when I, on Sunday, when I um, had my mother's helper come help move my stuff out of, hey, look, look. Move my stuff out of the office. Um, It was amazing to me how much pain was associated with that office because Mm. it was like that. I associated that office with that, my office with, and I have this fancy corner office on the 17th floor. Most people would be thrilled, but I'm like, I don't really give a shit, you know. But uh, it, it was associated with um, leaving Saoirse and the, the intense right. pain of those first days and weeks. And um, <clears throat> so I, it felt so good to get out of there. And I just don't feel like I was jiving with this culture anymore. So it was... It was so freeing, even though it's been, you know, a little jarring and a little scary. But since then, I've had an old client call, you know, contact me and he wants to work with me again. And, you know, like it's filling in. And I know that I'm safe for this year. I'm totally financially safe for this year. Yeah. And which is great. And it's only the beginning of the year. So I've got so much more opportunity because always opportunities come in at the end, either middle, all throughout the year. So, um, so I'm feeling really good about about that. And so that's where I ended up. That's wonderful. But it, it's also interesting how how good it's going to be to just really transition, right? And do you have? Is it, you're going to still be doing some coaching with uh, with some of the people there, or how when are, how is the transition going to? going to work out. Yes, I'm coaching two people. There are two of their people are coming into my private practice. Okay. So, are you okay. okay? Hold on one sec. She has a little, she was choking on saliva, I think. Okay. Mm. So, yes, two people, they're paying my, one is paying my full fee for six months and the other is like once a month for 12 months. Right. And, um, and then the other one is, um, yeah, so that's great. And then I've got a couple of other, I've got a number of other people coming in. So an old clients are coming back. And, and I can still continue publishing with, um, oh, here you go. How about that? Oops, that's not, you want this? Want that? There you go. There you go. Um, with the contacts that I made with the bullhorn you know, because I was publishing through their PR people. Um, right. So I'm allowed to continue my relationships with the publications, the journals that I published in before. So it felt really, 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 really good. And it, it sounds like you're also, like, leaving with a, you know, with a very intact bridge, actually, in a really good place. So it's it's fabulous. You're getting the best of it without having to stay so chained up with it. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. That's really good. It is. And is really it now? Good. Are you? Are you just? Are you out already, Deb? Yeah, I am out. I am. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. But I mean, so what's, what's I'm, doing, I'm, I'm wrapping up work with one guy that I'm not get that it's part of my exit, you know, strategy as opposed to he's not going to be in my practice. So I have a few more meetings with him and I'm, you know, wrapping up with a couple of other people just, you know, out of, to create closure and stuff, people that I worked with before. Um, and, but that's it. It's great. I mean, it's just great. <laughs> and I have a really, yeah. I have a fantastic um, um severance package and I've got time to figure out the insurance thing, health insurance thing. So what do you guys do for health insurance? Right now we're doing Health New England. Health New England? Uh, Yeah. And we have, um, no, no, that's not true. We used to have Health New England. We have Tufts. We have Tufts. You have Tufts now? And is it a group plan or? It's, uh, I guess it's like we have, it's, it's like a little umbrella of an one plus an employee kind of thing. Uh, I guess that's, and then, you know, we, like we don't, and then we have, plan. To, right, exactly, a small business plan. But it is, I don't know, I have a, we have a guy that is great with insurance. He, he found us something really great because then he found that um, Blue Cross Blue Shield was offering a dental that was really, that was really like, you know, super reasonable. So, um, I mean, I could I could contact you with him if you want to. That would be super. I don't know super. how busy yeah. he might be. Yeah, but yeah, I'll send you his information. Thank you. It's, yeah. I yeah have he's, a... he's really fun. Oh, he's a total super. character, I want to tell you. He's a total character. <laughs> but <laughs> but he's really great at what he does. I mean, it's not bad. You either, he's a kind of character that is so kind of, you know, uh, like uh, flamboyant is a very gay word. So no, he's just a, a very fun character. So you either love him or you really cannot deal with it. You know, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> he's great. And he's one. He's a clown at uh, with the Shriners. You know, like that kind of like very, really, really great, wonderful-hearted guy. So. Yeah, that's very important to figure out because uh, it can be it can be crazy. Stefan wanted to have Blue Cross Blue Shield, but that was that was like over the top. It didn't make sense. Um, but we did choose tough. The one thing I want to share with you is that uh, New, Health New England, believe it, it's just it, may, it doesn't make any sense that it would not allow us to go to Boston if something happened, like we needed, you know, further or you know, next evaluation or second opinion with somebody just not on. Local area. Taft does go to Boston, and New England doesn't. New England, I think, is more local. I mean, okay. especially if you if you wanted to move, that's something that you want may want to consider. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Where are you at with all that now? Well, I, um, you know, I'm very confused and uncertain. <laughs> I'm not okay. there yet, you know, because I was thinking about. Now that I'm not connected to um, Bullhorn, you know, as I told you, I was expanding the possibilities to, you know, other places, and I'm considering Seattle, and then I was like, so what are my criteria? You know, how important should it be for me to be close to someone, you know, have a a close friend where I'm moving? Because I don't really have close friends in in Northampton at all. I have one, like, kind of a friend that I'm not even, I'm kind of trying to unfriend him. <laughs> um, okay. And other than that, I don't really have any. I don't, I mean, you guys that we, you know, I don't, Sisha, I'm sorry, we don't, we don't eat paper. We don't eat paper. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know it tastes so good. Want some more milk? Um, yeah, so that. I have one friend in um, Providence, and mm-hmm. and I have a friend in Portland, Maine. You know, these guys aren't close, but they're sort of like, you know, contacts. And I've got you guys right. in Northampton as contacts, but I don't know, you know, that's we have sort of a professional relationship, which is good. Um, and But then I've got, you know, someone outside D.C. I've got a friend in Minneapolis. I've got my sister and 
I've got my sister in, in Seattle. Here's I'm sorry. Let's, let's see. Stay right there. Thank you. Good girl. And, um, you know, but that's, that, and I've got some acquaintances in San Francisco, and so I'm exploding the search. But then I'm thinking about Trump, and I'm like, well, should I move to Ireland? Because what's happening mm. is really disturbing to me, you know? It is, yes. It's true. Very, very disturbing. And, um, yeah, it's, I'm really, I don't like politics at all. I just say totally clear, but I have to say that this is concerning to the point to me where, I mean, the guy is really calling for some internal, you know, in, internal uprise, you know, just, I was like, is, it, is he going to push to a civil war or something of that nature where it's just crazy? And it's also attracting a lot of uh, displeasure from every, you know, all the other countries. So it's not, it's not, yeah, it doesn't look pretty. Yeah, it's, it's really concerning. It's, it's. Um, I hate politics too, but I am beginning, you know, to think about some activism. <laughs> you know, like writing yeah, letters yeah. and going to marches, and um, I don't know. I. Uh, and because I do have close friends in Ireland, actually, I have very dear friends in Ireland. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that oh, would be well, tricky, that... you know, but. Go on. Yeah. No, I was just curious. How would it be actually being there? You know, <laughs> that the the piece that it would be wonderful. Yeah. How how would it be? Yeah. Deb, does it feel right to visit? Oh. You know, just to go oh, see yeah. and and feel because oh, yeah. it seems like when you were I don't know from what you told me when you were in Northampton oh. there was something that somehow mm-hmm. didn't feel quite right mm-hmm. when you were here. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Um, no, it felt good. It, it just the thought of all those lesbians didn't feel right. You know, I... Okay, um, so it was more the thought and the concern that, than the actual feeling of being here. Yeah, although there was one time I was, I just, like a few years, within the last few years, I went to Northampton. It happened to be Gay Pride Weekend or something like that. And, and uh-huh. all the lesbians were out all through downtown Northampton. And I was like, Oh, come on, guys. Really? Like, you're in Northampton. Do you really need to march? <laughs> you know, and, and it was so, like, um, I am in total support of LGBTQ rights or, you know, transgender, mm. whatever, everything. But I I don't feel, I feel uncomfortable with when they march and their their sexuality is just completely on display. Right. It, it's yeah. very coarse to me. I, I you know, I yeah, it's it's one one. I have to tell you, it's one day a year that it does feel a little bit like Peter, like Providence, you know, like yeah, it's over yeah. the top and and it is. It's true. It's one day a year that you know, just like often we don't go into town and that's that's about it. You know, it's like I don't even remember. But um, we had a we had a lovely and really powerful march. That was spontaneous, uh, you know, on the 21st, that, it, you know, there was marches all over. And three days before, they organized a march, and everybody said, well, we're going to have probably 200 people. We have over, like, I think it was close to 2,000 people on that march. I heard about that. It was really that. wonderful. Yeah. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So it is a very, very activist area. You know, it's not just them. But, no, just because I was thinking of Ireland, how would it be if you just if you travel there? Yeah, that's a good idea. To get a sense, or I could you know. travel to Seattle. I mean, every time I go to Seattle, I feel really good there, and it feels like a completely different energy, you know. And yeah. um, maybe I could plan a trip to Ireland, and maybe I could plan a trip to um, Seattle. I don't think I want yeah. to be in Minneapolis, even though a very close friend is there. I don't. I don't see myself in Minneapolis. Um, yeah, and, and that's, so that's clear. Yeah. Uh huh. And I'm a really close friend. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. That I, I feel like it's really, really important that you know you there's certain things that feel either right that are question or you know that they just don't feel right, and if it doesn't feel right, there's no point in even spending any energy on it, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So, and uh, how about Providence? Did you like it? I do. I really like Eastside Providence in their brown and ritzy. If I was something to bang. Um, is a great idea, but I love Eastside Providence is really cool because it's near Brown and the Rhode Island School of Design, so it has it has sort of a vibe just like Northampton, you know. Right, but it's but, a little bigger. It's more of a city. Right, yeah, no more of a city. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely a city. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's you know what. That's helpful. I will maybe schedule a trip to Seattle and maybe schedule a trip to Ireland and see how it feels. Exactly. When I was in Ireland, I felt like it would be difficult for me to find a partner there because um, the Irish culture, you know, where they're at right now is interesting. They, because they're so Catholic, they don't divorce or they're reluctant to divorce. Mm. Instead, they will separate, remain married, and then just have, you know, like relationships, like a real relationship. But, but they, don't, they don't sort of divorce, create closure, and, you know, and, hmm. and that culturally feels very different than, you know, for me, than who I am. Like, right. let's create closure, let's have boundaries, blah, blah, blah. But the one thing that that I'm going to invite you to consider, and this is the part where it would be great if you just stop, even if it's in some points if you can, Mm -hmm. is that to remember that all of that is based on experiences and, you know, thought that you have developed and certain conclusions. And the Mm -hmm. truth is that if you may choose, right, I'm just, just inviting this possibility, what if it were possible that you moved to Ireland because you love it there, the culture, the space, the nature, you know, everything that there is something that really feels like home to you and your partner is actually from Nepal or France or Germany. America. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right, 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 I mean, right. in, you know, English. I mean, you name it, right? It doesn't, who knows? You know what? So, You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I have to stop thinking about it from the, the technical standpoint, you know. <laughs> right. I'm thinking about it from the from the the sociological aspect, right? I'm like thinking about the culture of Northampton lesbians and then the divorce culture in Ireland and I need yeah. to remember that I need to be where I feel I'm called to be and right. that the right person will because the, the 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 person will has always come out of the woodwork in the past. Like energetically, they just appear out of nowhere. You know. Exactly. And that that is sort of magical. So. Um, and if it has yeah. to happen, you know, it will. Not if when it happens, it will happen regardless of all the conditionings. So. I was interviewing just very briefly, I want to share with you, I was interviewing this expert in communication recently because I'm, I'm having a, a Spanish summit. And, um, and he was talking about how our brains, you know, he was, in this area I was talking about prejudice and creating beliefs and whatnot, and how, how our brain is just wired to, and, and you know these, of course, to create very, you know, the, the shortest the shortest path to a conclusion just because it's just, a, it's, a, it's built for efficiency. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's not, you know, and it was so cool to hear. So he says, you know, judgments are actually help us just be more efficient, you know. So Northampton, lesbians, Ireland, Catholic, you know, it's just very efficient. And it's it's our work. That's why I invited you to tap to say, what if, you know, I, I hear you brain, wonderful conclusion, but I, you know, I want to choose to believe. I'm open to believing that I'm not limited by these external conditions. My partner will will be there, uh, no matter where I choose to live. It's independent. Yeah, let me say that. I thank you, Brain, for all of your you know analyses and conclusions. But I choose to believe that where where when I move to where I truly, my heart and soul, 
and Saoirse's heart and soul belong, the partner will just, will be there. The partnership will happen no matter where I am or what I'm doing when the time is right for the partnership. Exactly, yeah. And I have to, I'm open to following my heart to the place that is going to welcome us. I'm open to following my heart to a place that is going to welcome us. That decision in, in spirit has already been made. Mm, interesting. I love that. That yeah. decision in spirit has already been made. <clears throat> and I, I just want to relax. So interesting. Oh, my God, my whole body got goosebumps. It, it's really interesting. So, and, just, and I'm open to receiving guidance. I just want to relax. And I am open and ready to receiving guidance and the knowledge of that decision that's already been made. Yeah. In spirit. <sighs> yeah. How does that feel? It's just like, is it practicing the receiving? Remember what we're talking about? Yeah. Allowing and not fighting and not trying, just receiving. Yeah. So I've been in that space. But it, but it, it's sort of like a big, um, <laughs> it's a big floating space. It's sort of a floating and not yeah. knowing right now, you know, which which is okay. But it's it is floating and not knowing. But it's not like my favorite place to be in. <laughs> of course, well, it's but it's, it's a part of you. There's a part of you that has been so trained and so possibly positively reinforced. To do to the figuring out, right? The, the, yeah. The analyzing and the figuring out, and it's wonderful. And the truth is that it is, it is a little bit of a floating and not knowing. But if you just like um, land, like feel your feet, literally feel your feet on the ground, you'll notice that you do have the next step. You don't need, you know, the, the, our brains get concerned, so they want to know the result. And I think that from the place of allowing and receiving, we just need the next step. So, for example, the next step is, you know, so Bullhorn has closed and now it's finding a new space. And does it feel right to actually plan a trip and explore? That may be the next, that's just the next step. Yep. Brilliant. Right? Yeah. Is it... It's different pieces of us. It's one piece that is like aware, open, receptive, ready to receive the message and to move forth as you receive it. And yes, it's it's more of a more of flowing. It's true, it's more flowing. Instead of floating, if you think of flowing on a river that you just like you're flowing with what happens next. You don't know, you know, what may be a mile down the river, you just know the rocks that are coming, you know, how to navigate around this next set of pebbles or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So it's like and right I, now? I go back and forth yeah. between them, you know, like I, I can be in that space, but there's also a part of me that's impatient, you know. But like, for instance, I'm thinking about buying a new car. I mean, not a new car, new to us car, used car. I want to get a right. Volvo because I want Saoirse to be safe. And I'm looking at mm. used Volvos and I'm like, well, maybe I should hold off on that because what if I move to Seattle? And what if I move to Ireland? And then right. I'm going to have this car, you know, that I have to get rid of, which is going to be... So I'm, I'm going back and forth on that, you know, because I'm not ready to... Well, so let's, let's do these because I'm going to, this is one piece that I think it's really important. So close your eyes if you can. <laughs> you keep half open. <laughs> okay. Or you can just, you know, just relax your eyes. You know, you can still keep them open, but relax your eyes. And if, however, however you can, just, just pay attention to your breathing, even if she's on top of you. Okay. Just breathing as deeply as you can, just centering in your body and the sensations in your body. And just just notice 
How does it feel in your body, the idea of visiting Seattle? Um, it feels complicated because, um, hold on, Judy, hold on. It feels complicated because of my sister, you know. Okay. Seattle and, or outside of Seattle, the relationship with her is complicated. And Seattle is very, very expensive right now. And, um, I mean, crazy expensive. Instead of just stay with your body, that's it. Feel, do you notice the, the, the conflict in your body? Yeah. Before it just rises up to your head, right? There's a conflict, right? There's something that it doesn't quite gel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So stay with that. It's just, I totally see that there's a few things there. So just take another breath and connect with your feet and your belly. And just consider the option and openness the possibility of visiting Ireland. That feels really good, actually. Now, do you notice just in your body how it's very simple? It's either creates, it brings up conflict or tension or like a yuckiness or just it feels good. Yeah. And now just just continue breathing and noticing and cons- Think about the decision about the car. How does it does it seem like it's a good idea to get to change your car now, or not so much? Um, no, I put my feet on the table for that. Let me put my feet on the floor. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, and just take your time to connect. Take just take your time, especially. And you can even say you can even if you want to, you can tap and say thank you, brain, for all your amazing ability to analyze. And uh, and I I hear you, and I'm just gonna connect with my body right now. It feels good to get the car. Okay. I feel safe. Okay. I, I just, yeah, I, I want to feel safe in the car with your stuff. Yeah, and the car that you have doesn't feel quite that way. Well, you know, I have um, I have a two, I have a, it's a good car. It's um, it's a two, but it's old. It's two thousand and four. Um, mm-hmm. so it doesn't have the same kind of safety things that the other, the modern cars have. Right. Um, it's a BMW X3, um, the small yeah. SUV. It's a it's a solid car, but it doesn't have. And I paid it off, you know, so it's great. I don't have a car payment. It yeah. has. It doesn't have great crash testing from the rear, so it's good in all the other areas, but from the rear, it's not great. Um, so, how does if you consider these the going to to Either a dealer or someone that you know, ask around who you, someone that would be a good person to consult, and and say, you know, I'm considering trading my car or you know, changing my car because of these reasons. Um, and I would ask around because there are people that are really wonderful. They're not just salespeople. I know they have such. I think just like lawyers, they have an awful reputation. But I bet that there are good, you know. People that know about uh, autos that are, you know, that are not into selling you. I mean, it could be just a mechanic. Maybe it's a, more your your mechanic that you concern these that you share these with. Okay. It's just an idea. Does that feel right, or would that, you know? Well, I've spoken to a lot of people about the car, and, and there's a consensus that it's a good time to get rid of the BMW because. It doesn't okay, have 100,000 okay. miles on it. It's already 14 years or 13 years old. It's a good right. time to, you know, to sort of trade in before it begins to be, like, it'll become a lemon, like one of those old cars you have to spend a lot right. of money on. That, and, you know what? That's a very good point. That's a very good point. Maybe maybe you can choose a car that is really, really safe and, you know, it doesn't have to be um, a brand new car or someone that, you know, what is going to, 
at a lot of expenses if you you know ended up moving or something. I don't I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm in touch with a Volvo dealer, and we're looking at used Volvos. So, and those mm-hmm. are super safe cars. And I like I I've test driven one, and I'm sort of it part way through the process, you know. Um, okay. But you know what? I think it feels good. I want her. I want her, and I want myself to be really safe. Boston driving is crazy, and I think I should. Yeah. I think I should get one. Yeah. Good. Wonderful. Good. Yeah. I mean, I had I have to share. I, I had my mechanic, especially when I, I was single, and my car was at that time ten years old. And my mechanic said, "This is the time where I'm going to start making money off you." So I highly yeah. recommend that you trade it in. <laughs> right, exactly. And, you know, he was awesome. He said, I know you're a single mom and, you know, it's just, it doesn't make sense for you to keep this car. So I did. I did great. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, I feel yeah. I feel like it's the time. I feel like, yeah, and whatever I can work out, I can work out the other stuff when the move comes, you know. Exactly. But but one important thing is that you were really highly considering Seattle and my sense is that your body's saying that it's not a good idea. Yeah, there's something holding me back from Seattle. There's something holding me back. Even though every time I go there, I feel great. I mean, I love Seattle and there's a whole different feeling on the, Have you been there before? Oh, yes, yes, I love it. Yeah, it's really Yeah. Great. You know, like there's a whole different feeling there. It's a whole different atmosphere. It it's really, really wonderful. Now, I don't know how, well, Ireland is similar. I don't know how you would do. I cannot deal with that much rain and cloudiness. Yeah, in Seattle? Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But it is a wonderful town. I heard that it's great community. I have a couple of good friends there. And they, one of them lives in an island right across. And it's, yeah, it's great. And it's very green. But it is quite rainy. <laughs> yeah, but Ireland is true. Ireland is the same or not? It's not quite as It's pretty rainy, rainy as well. Um but it's yeah, it's pretty rainy. And it doesn't have like the nice summer sun and stuff that we have. Um it can be kind of gloomy there for sure. I mean, a lot of continental Europe is like that, you know, it's sort of rainy and cloudy a lot. Huh. Um, and I think Europe is in a bad place right now with all this immigration and, um, you know, they have a really big challenge ahead of them. So mainland Europe, I don't think is going to be a great option. Not appealing. Right. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like the planning of a Seattle trip is, it's on the, it's on, it's online with how you're feeling. Is out of line with how I'm feeling, like not going. No, no, it is. It is online with how you're feeling. It sounds like planning the trip and, to Ireland seems good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um. And it, yeah. And it, it Dev is is Providence also a possibility? And well, the other thing is before we move any further into options. Even just a simple a simple notion of moving, are you does that seem really clear? It seems imminent and un, unavoidable because okay. I really don't I really don't want to stay here. And there are more more and more signs. Like the other night during the um storm we had a northeaster. I think probably uh-huh. affected you guys too and the gale force winds coming off of the ocean were so strong that, at, you know, from 2, 3, 4 a.m., my house was shaking. And I'm lying in bed oh with God. this baby thinking, oh, my God, should I leave? You know, should I? And then I was like, well, is it even safe for me to go outside because the winds are, you know, 40, 50 miles an hour? And wow. I was like, I've I got to get out of here. This is no good. I can't be feeling so unsafe with my daughter. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then also just um, no, it's very clear. I'm not going to stay in Winthrop. This has been a temporary, but yeah. So it's definite that I want to. I want to leave Winthrop. Okay. Um, now there's, I w- have been on Match recently, and mm-hmm. um, there's a guy that I have met that I'm actually having a date with on Friday, and he lives in Cambridge. Oh. Um, 
And so far, he he's like, he meets so many of my criteria. Um, oh. Yeah. And I've always loved Cambridge, but, and before I moved here, I really wanted to live in Cambridge, but now Cambridge isn't quite feeling right either because it's so congested and I'm wanting a slower pace, you know. But he, right. you know, he's 57. He has two adult kids. He has one 11-year-old. He loves children. He's like, if somebody wanted to have another child, I'd say, yeah, absolutely. Let's go for it. <laughs> he's prosperous. He's kind of cute. He loves being a dad. He's totally into his daughter. And... um I don't know. I mean, he does he does estate planning. He's a lawyer, which is actually uh-huh. lawyers are I've always hated dating lawyers because they love to argue, but he's an estate planner, <laughs> so it's a little bit different because all he's doing is kind of ministerial work, you know, helping people deal with death and grief and and, and right. planning and helping people. So he's sort of like I'm, you know, I'm doing ministerial and therapy work with people, which is really cool. Like he's helping people. So that is totally aligned. So I'm meeting him, but but it just you see everything is kind of it's sort of like right now I'm looking at the kitchen floor and all of Sears's you know everything is out on the floor. All the stickies are all disassembled and on the floor, and there's a big thing of spaghetti on the floor and all these other <laughs> kitchen things. And that's how I feel. Like everything is for my life. This decision, everything is out, and nothing yeah. is organized. You know what I mean? Everything is a little chaotic and in exploration. I guess exploration case. Yeah, exactly. And and tell about if you, if it's about trusting that thing. You know, things do have to be totally out of order before that you can actually put them in the right places. Yeah. Right? Like if when you move or when you, you know, things like with your office, you know, first you have to put them out, you know, get them out and it, everything looks like a mess. And it's true. Now, you're, the, the part that is important to recognize is that mess is not a comfortable place for you. Well, it is and it isn't. Like I, I, I think I actually can sit around in a fairly decent mess. But what what feels uncomfortable right now is that I have a drive to, it's like I have a drive to change and yet I'm, because I'm uncomfortable with where things are. And that drive is is not aligned with my, you know, uncertainty about where to go. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's okay to just sit around in a mess and uncertainty, but if I don't have such a huge drive to change, you know, but it's so clear Mm. that where I am doesn't feel right. And it's frustrating that I don't know where it is. Okay, okay. So there's, it's sort of like the drive is hitting up against the wall, you know, of not knowing where. There's a strong push out, but there's not a clear pull yet. And the push is uncomfortable because it's like, let's go, let's go, let's go, you know. And let's start our life in the, in the right place. But it's not, then I'm like, well, I don't know where that is yet. So it's frustrating. Does that make any sense? Absolutely. So are you tapping? Yeah, I am, yes. Good. Because these is, this is the space where the, the, exactly like you're saying, the push of getting out is there and then the pull to where to go is not there. So there's this, right. this limbo space that is very much a, a female place. A female place? It's, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> actually... It's not it's not about knowing and going and being direct and you know going for it and hunting. It's about like okay, we're looking around and where is it going to be the good herbs to to gather. We're you know, we're just like wandering around in the forest and looking for the you know the fruits or the herbs to gather. We don't know where they are. It's a bit of a limbo space. Yeah. You know, you know that you need some, you know, you you need some fruit or some veggies, right? Well, especially when we were nomads. But they would go out to look for them, so the push was there, and yet they didn't know exactly where they were going to find them. They knew that we were going to find them. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm curious if the, if we can honor the discomfort of like it's really frustrating not knowing where to go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's it's uncomfortable. It's just yeah. It's so it's uncomfortable. It's scary. It's it's just it's kind of like it doesn't feel safe because then you're in a place that you know it's not safe, but yet you don't know where to go to safety. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah, it does. That's also like it happened with the storm, right? It's like, okay, yeah. this place does not feel safe. And if I actually get out of here, where the heck do I go? Am I going to expose myself even further into the elements, right? Like just like yeah. the storm. Yeah. So it's really uncomfortable to stay in the in the space that is not safe and yet not having direction. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happening. And it's yeah, and there exactly. it is. That's yeah. exactly what's happening. Yeah. And I know that I there's no shortcut. I mean, I know that I can't cheat on this. I can't just sort of create <laughs> a shortcut and say, Oh, and force it. Like I can't force myself to move to NoHo or force myself to move to East Providence or force myself to move to Portland or Seattle or whatever. Um, and that that is a brilliant piece because if you, you let your mind and your drive, which can get into gear together and force yeah. you, it could happen, but it would actually, it could, the cost would be actually, it could cost you, you know, emotionally, financially, you know, it could, it could, it could have a cost that, that right now it, I don't feel it doesn't seem like you wanna you wanna take that risk. No, I don't want to move to the wrong place. I I don't I I want to move to the right place. You know, I want to move exactly. to exactly that, that feels good and is right and yeah right yeah. So honoring that that there's you cannot figure it out with your head. Yeah. And that is really, it's just so uncomfortable and so frustrating. Where is it in your body, Deb, the frustration? It's in my solar plexus because it's ready to move, you know. It's ready to go. It's like wanting to yeah. go take action. Um, and I know I can't well, figure it out with my head, but... I'm just wondering, you know, when am I going to get the, like, if it's already been decided, why can't I have access to it? You know? Well, okay, so I'm going to answer that question with another question. How long did it take you to get pregnant with Sirisha? Oh, it took, yeah. Like seven years or something? Yeah. 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 Okay. And looking back, is it possible that you got pregnant just at the right time? Absolutely, yeah. But you spent months and months being so frustrated and pissed, remember? Yeah, and I was really in pain because I thought it was not going to happen. You know, it was so right. painful. Right. Yeah. Now, as you keep on tapping, can you... Just breathe and recognize that this will happen. Yeah. This will happen. You will. I mean, you you just use two very powerful words. It's just it's imminent and unavoidable. So it will happen. Yeah. And what's happening? The solar plexus is about your third your third chakra, which has to do with who you are, your identity, your will, and My it's will. there and some. Yeah. Right, so it's compromised because you have the will, you have the, the power, the desire. This is who you are, and all, and yet you don't. You're not having to drive the pull, the clarity. Yeah. So good, good, yawn, wonderful. Yeah. So there's a part of you, this part of you that that is identifies as who you are in the world, feels in conflict and really frustrated because it's like. Oh, you know, I know that I can make so much happen. I want to make this happen. And again, is this invitation to be in a more receptive place. Mm. And 
what if you can tell that frustration, literally? Just, you know, if you put, can you, you know, imagine, just get a sense of this part of you that is frustrated and imagine her being there all like, you know, puffed and huffed and like, okay, let's move, let's get going, you know? Mm-hmm. And if we tell her, I assure you, we're definitely going to move, is that is the time is not quite yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the question yeah. for that part is, what do you need to make this, this lightweight more bearable? What does she mm-hmm. need? Yeah, good question. Um... Oh, we're releasing a lot of energy. <laughs> this conversation has been building up. It's really, it's good. Um, what does she need? Maybe what she needs is sort of like to take something to do, you know, something that to preoccupy her. And so maybe if she can channel her energy into like, you know, doing things, like doing things around the house and getting, you know, like I took all of my books from the office back home and now I have to get another bookcase. Like there are things to do, you know, that are just tasks. You know, she can just focus on tasks, the short-term tasks. Wonderful. And getting everything ready so that when she, the time is right, she's ready to go. So getting everything ready. Right. And that, that's very, it, that's wonderful because it's almost like you have an assistant, right, or, or a, a handyman, and they're there in your house, and they're like, you know, doodling and doodling. They're going to be really upset. They're like going to be frustrated. So, yeah. So, how about can you write a list of different tasks that you need to get done that she can attend to? Yeah, definitely. You know, maybe the planning of the planning of the trip to to Ireland could be one really fun task. That you were going to say yeah. something else. Sorry. Yeah. No, but get making a list of things. Definitely planning the trip. And but making a list, and maybe I, you know, maybe making a list of things that I would want to do before I move. You know, mm. what would what needs to be taken care of before the move, and I, I that would be great because that's making progress. Uh, yes. The the concrete plan, a plane, you know, sort of the. Wonderful. That 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 seems really productive and proactive and just. And soothing in a way, right? Like, okay, yeah. instead of like doodling and waiting, you're like, okay, we're getting ready. We're getting ready and, you know, we're going to know when the time comes. It's almost like nesting, you know, when you were, you're about, you know, that you're, you know, you're about to give yeah. birth and you have to get everything ready. You don't know what mm-hmm. is going to happen, but you still get ready. That's exactly right. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay. And how about is would would it be useful for her to know that it will happen? That, you know, she won't have all this energy and it's not going to go anywhere. That it will happen. Yeah, I think she already knows that, you know. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a, you know that's a really fabulous thing to do to actually get all get start getting done all the things you need to do to move because there may be you know things that you you know you go around the house and you notice things that you you know you're not you don't want to move so you want to you know let go of or you know reorganize or whatever it might be right yeah maybe definitely. one thing one thing Deborah instead of a new bookcase maybe you want to revise all the books that you have and see do you actually need a new bookcase. Or do you need to let go of books that you already have? Yeah, that could be. That could be too. You know, <laughs> yeah, small things like that. So that sounds like a great idea. Knowing that 
it will happen because who knows? I mean, you don't know what's going to happen Friday. I mean, maybe this this is it, right? Maybe. So, I mean, on, on paper he sounds wonderful. You've been you've been uh, in touch with him, and he seems promising. Yes. Yep. Great. Great. Well, keep me posted, of course. I know, but then it's sort of like, but I I want to move and he's here. So, but who knows? Maybe he wants to move too. Like we don't know anything. Yeah, yeah. Don't no. Just it, it's okay. When I think that it would be wonderful to have a mantra that whenever your your hair starts going, you say, mm-hmm. "Right now, this is where I am." I you know, know this is where I, I am. Right, right now, this is where I am. Like the present moment. Not yeah. have to be so concerned about what if this and what if that and what's going to happen if, you know, I really like him and he doesn't want to move. And, because it's all, it's all like a cloud, you know. It's all an, an illusion. It's, right, uh, it is an illusion. That's right. And it's spending it's a lot of energy on things that you have no way of knowing. That's right, that's right. So It's too controlling. It's controlling behavior. Like the, the brain is trying to, you know, control everything. Well, like, like we said, remember that you had to figure things out and you have trained yourself in a wonderful way to figure things out and to do things, you know, efficiently and and to survive in a really good way and thrive. And yeah. these skills have helped you get there. So, it's, you know, it gets in motion very easily. That's, it gets true. You're right. It goes on to high alert. Right. And it's like, okay. That's why I think, you know, I know that it's kind of overstated, but if you you just, you know, you can think of your breath, you can say, you know, right here, right now, this is what I have in front of me. Mm. And, um, you know, this is, I have this precious moment in the present with Searsha today, and I don't have to figure out anything, just for this moment. Yeah. And you can have your right. list so you know that things are going to get done as well. So there's a soothing <laughs> component. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've got to the doer, the will. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, she, she needs that direction. I think it's very important. So I think that this was pretty useful, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good. Thank you. Wonderful. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Great to connect. Enjoy your yeah. morning with Tiersa then. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day, too. You, too. And let me know about how Friday goes. I will. I will. <laughs> okay. Great. Take good care. Thanks, Laura. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.